So there you were, listening to this episode of For the Horde Radio, when you were about to experience the most disgusting, chilling, skeeving story that Auntie Ed has ever told so far about the Alliance. I am warning you up front, this is a skeevy story. So there I was, out in Ebersong Woods. Why? Because I started yet another new character for Kicks and Giggles. I was bored. I wanted to go where monsters were polite. It's very nice in the starting area. Very, very polite monsters out there. They let you kill them and they don't mind. For some reason, I started a female Blood Elf character. I rarely do female characters, mostly because I don't need to be hit on, which I find happens with especially like the Blood Elves. My main is a female, but no one in their right mind hits on a female troll. They just don't. She's pretty safe. Blood Elves, on the other hand, they get hit on. And actually, that was kind of in my mind, going in, thinking, well, you know what? Let me try a a Blood Elf female and just see what happens. So there I am doing my baby quests. And no sooner do I come in than I hear the cry in local defense. Falconwing Square is under attack. I swear they wait until I come in before they attack. I ignore this. During my romp through the kindergarten, apparently a group of bigger horde came out and scared off whoever this was. They took care of them. I get up to Falcon Wing Square. I get my quests. I go off to do my quests. Next thing I see, Falcon Wing Square is under attack. They're back. I get one or two quests out of the way. But of course, you know, at level six, you have limited bag room and you have a lot of trash. So I go back to turn in the quests I have finished, unload the bags, repair, and head out again. I go to Falcon Wing Square. There is nothing there but four Alliance. Everything is gone. Everything. They've wiped out everything. Vendors, quest givers, trainers, innkeeper, everybody is gone. They have totally leveled the place, which in and of itself is annoying and would have warranted me to talk about them. However, this goes one further. While I am standing there kind of looking around going, great, thanks, jerks, one of these alliance comes up to me. He's a gnome, comes up to me, and he starts waving and whistling and all this nonsense. And I don't even acknowledge him. I don't even answer him. I'm looking around going, well, gee, uh, God, the bags are really full. Hmm, do I really want to hike up to Silver Moon City? While I'm standing there figuring this out, now this is the skeevy part. And there's just no nice way to put this. I apologize. If you have virgin ears turn your volume down, skip ahead, something, because this, it's just skeevy. It's the only way to describe it. It's skeevy. This gnome, now think about it, Uh, a gnome comes up to about a blood elf's waist, and this gnome walks pretty much into my character, like, pretty much he's standing under her dress, okay? And starts doing, you know, the famous dance move. I naturally move the hell back, do the, you know, slap this guy across the face. And he, and him and all his friends are just laughing. They think this is hysterical. And he keeps doing it. 
it's like, you know, once is bad enough, but you keep doing this. So I'm like, get the hell away from me. I finally, I mean, I tried to go off and do quests. It was like, you know what? I'm out of here. Goodbye. You, you and your perviness enjoy. Somebody, you know, when you get bored, I'll come back and turn these quests in. So I go to finish up my other quests that I have. He follows me. He won't leave me alone. And he keeps doing this while I'm trying to fight stuff. I give up finally and go to Silvermoon City. I make a break for Silvermoon because I had no choice. The guy would not leave me alone. And I figure, he ain't getting to Silvermoon. I go running into Silvermoon City. And I report him. Yes, that is disgusting, skeevy, nasty behavior. That is reportable in my opinion now i waited about two hours on this character because what i wanted to do was start my main and come in and kick this kid's ass but i reported him on the wee character and the small blood elf and i decided i should wait on this character to see if a gm comes back to me two hours i wait no answer no response nothing i finally give up and leave the following day i do have an email from blizzard on this matter and i will read to you this email when we return to Welcome to For the Horde Radio. This is episode 10. We dinged. We dinged. We get talent points now. We're episode 10. Anyway, thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading and listening. If you are new, welcome. If you've been uh, a listener for the last 10 shows, thank you for tuning in again. When last we left our heroine, she had been assaulted by a gnome and had contacted Blizzard, hoping for GM's assistance in this matter. She did not receive one while in-game. However, the following day, she receives an email. I'm going to read you the email from the GM. Greetings! I think they meant to say greetings, but no, it's they, they spelled it wrong. They spelled it G-R-E-T-T-I-N-G-S. Greetings. We'll let that go. Thank you for taking the time to report this issue to us. At Blizzard Entertainment, we encourage and appreciate the role of the gaming community in keeping World of Warcraft a safe and enjoyable environment for all participants. We will investigate your report and take all necessary and appropriate actions to address this matter. Due to privacy concerns, we will not be able to notify you of our findings, nor of the actions necessary for resolution of this issue. If you have any further questions, please feel free to contact us at yada 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 yada. Again, thank you for your time and effort to keep World of Warcraft enjoyable and abuse-free. Regards from Trondborg Game Master, Blizzard Entertainment. I will say thank you for at least they got back to me and said, yes, we acknowledge that you sent this. Yes, we will look into it. But due to privacy, no, we can't tell you anything more. So, will anything be done? Who knows? They did the standard common courtesy reply. Make you feel like you've been heard. And I appreciate that. I do appreciate that Blizzard took the time to send me the email and say, yes, we will look into it. And I understand their privacy issues. They've got millions of players on this game. This is not the only matter they've had to attend to. 
in that minute, I'm sure. They had probably who knows how many and thousands of players doing crude and disgusting things to other players. I understand your your position on that, Blizzard. Truly, I do. I do appreciate you getting back to me. We here at For the Horde Radio, however, have a different view on privacy. Yes, we have call-outs. We are starting the show right out of the gate with call-outs. And we are calling out front and center the Alliance Guild on the Mandaron server. The Betrayer Guild. We are calling out Flar, Pig Bomb, Jersey Man, and the disgusting skeevy gnome, Shirk. If you find these guys in your travels, if you're on the Mandarin server or, hey, there are cross-server battlegrounds out there. Ladies and gentlemen, yes, there are. If you happen to be in a, in a battleground and see especially the disgusting gnome, do Auntie a favor and kill him for me, please. Because you better believe I am looking for him on my main. And so, and if he, if I find him, he will be crying for mama. I'm going to, like, really push my guild to everyone get up to 70. And we're going to go on a little war hunt. That just skeeved me out so bad. It really did. And all I can think of is, what if this was somebody on their first time ever playing? What if they had never played this game before and this happens? What if this was a younger player when this happens and like their parents looking over their shoulder going, oh, look at that. What the hell is he doing? Oh, my God. Honestly, Blizzard, I really hope they take this really seriously. I mean, because it's one thing. I mean, it's bad enough uh, as level six. I was stumped. I could not go any further into the game. These four players had stopped me and others from continuing because they wiped out everything in the town. That's acceptable to Blizzard. That is 100% acceptable to them. That's okay to do. Personally, I think that's bull, that it is an acceptable thing. I really do. I would like to see a GM on site Honestly, I really would like to see a GM on site just for that, so that they can't do that. Yes, on both sides. You shouldn't stump a player so early on from continuing, because honestly, you can't turn the quests in, you can't get the follow-ups, you can't, what, what can you do? You, at that point, are prohibited from playing the game because of asses. Oh, and then to do that, oh, it's totally skeeved. I was skeeved. For, I'm still skeeved. Even telling you this story, I am skeeved. And I hope you are too. And if you find this chirk, gee, what does that rhyme with? Please just flail on him, please. And, and let me know. Send in an email. Give us a call. Send up a smoke signal, something. Let me know that you clean this guy's clock, please. Remember last show when I said, oh, yeah, I've been out in Outlands and nobody's been bothering me. They haven't seen any Alliance, nothing. <laughs> well, that changed. In fact, it changed. I think they heard me because it changed pretty immediately because I have another group, another guild on a higher up level. They didn't go after baby stuff. They went up for a little higher at least, but it was still really annoying and there was nothing I could do about it, which I really hate when you're solo. When you're solo and you're standing there by your lonesome and there are four players and it's like, what are, we, what are you going to do? Make faces at them? And they're all bigger than you and there's four of them and there's one of you. What are you going to do? I'm not, get, I'm not dying for their honor kills. 
I'm not getting a repair bill just so they can get an honor kill and laugh at me, no. So what I do is the only thing I can do, run around and take names. This guild, I have mentioned this guild before. You know you want to guild. You, not spelled out, the letter U, know you want to guild on the Mandaron server. Four players from that went attacking the Maghar post. For those of you who know who have been to Hellfire and Outlands know this is a, a little wee post for the horde, rock on. It's got a bunch of quests there and they went around just killing everything. So I was stuck. I was stuck at level six. I'm stuck at level 60. Great. Thank you. I mean, actually, I wasn't stuck at level 60, but it's like I'm here and there's nothing here because you've wiped it all out. Thank you so much, you jackasses. Pissed me off. Just that stuff really, it's nails on a chalkboard. It really is. It drives me nuts. So the you know you want to guild. Who are we calling out on this end? Let's see if I can read these names because these are really screwed up names here. Lucutius Red. Isana. Geo Moralon and <laughs> you know you want to. Yes, this guy named a guild after himself with that dumbass name. The player's name is you know you want to of the you know you want to guild. I'm sorry, you have to have serious issues. I understand. I've seen guild names where it's, you know, fuzzy pink slippers marauders or twinkle toes soldiers or defenders of whatever i've seen people use their own name in the guild name but it's usually something like that defenders of or whatever to name a guild after yourself how weird is that boy you have a self-esteem issue pal i'm telling you right now you have got a severe self-esteem issue so they just did typical alliance behavior they didn't do anything skeevy they just did standard annoying alliance behavior and there was nothing i could do because they're all over my head there were 70 there were 68 druids and warriors and like ah what am i gonna do what am i gonna do i'm by myself there was no other horde player there i'm by myself so you know what i did i ran around i took their names down damn it and we're gonna read them to you which we have i have run into can i tell you i have run into this week the last two weeks I, I, a lot of alliance nonsense hit going down and horde dumbass stuff. And this is stuff I can't even, I, I can't even begin to like figure out what they're under. Cause we have butt cheek of the week. They don't qualify for that. They don't qualify for undercover alliance because I think even the alliance don't want them. It's like what dumbass players. Is that the new segment we need to have dumbass players? Cause I'm running into them left and right. I got, um, two in particular that I'm going to bring to your attention because they just, you just have to, you just have to, you run into these people day in and out when you play this game and some just, you know what? You're a dumbass player. I'm embarrassed that you are whored. I, I, I flush with embarrassment that you are on our side. Go to the Alliance side, please. I don't think they want you either. Two in particular. One was a horde orc named Oregon. I didn't catch his guild if he had one. What I caught though, I got his name because he whispered to me. The reason he whispered to me, because <laughs> I tried to do the PvP out in Hellfire where you capture the towers. And there's a bit of a story to this, which we will talk about later in the show because it's going to tie into something else. I'm not going to give you the whole story now so that I repeat it. But I will tell you, when all was said and done, and after I got my ass womped back to the Stone Age, let's just put it that way. I was leaving and I was logging out for the night. It was like, okay, that was a fun goodbye. 
I'm leaving. As I'm leaving, there is this Oregon who, as I'm on my mount charging by, I see him getting chased down by a level 70 hunter. He was dead. I mean, I, I couldn't have dismounted and helped at any way. He was dead. He was down to like a health when I saw him run by me. So I get a whisper after he dies. Couldn't you have helped? What? Couldn't I have helped? My response to him was, where were you when I got my ass kicked? Oh, well, I just came in. Uh, uh. It's like, yeah, shut up. Couldn't you? I hate that accusing tone. Excuse me? What, I'm here to save your worthless ass? Is that why I'm here? Dude, you were dead. What are you trying to take on? You're 60. This is 70. He's 10 levels over you. What do you think is going to happen? One-on-one, that's an ugly situation, let's face it. And I, and, and I can tell you, though, this right now. That 70 was not alone. He had friends. He was probably just the one to, like, take off after this guy and deliver the blow. He had friends because, you know what? I ran into him, too. And it was ugly. There was there was pink paladins smeared all over the tower. It was awful. It was gruesome. It was a horrible situation. I didn't enjoy it. But I sure as hell didn't say to any other players, Hey, couldn't you have helped? the hell is that? It's my obligation to come save your ass. Why? So I get my ass kicked yet again? Thanks. I've already got a five gold repair bill for this little stunt. Needs to say, you know what's worse about the whole thing? I didn't even get the damn tower. I'm there for five minutes waiting for the tower to trip. It was a long wait. And just before the tower goes, I get my ass creamed. It was terrible. I'll tell you the, uh, there, there is actually a backup story to this though, but we'll save that for the end of the show because like I said, that's tying in something else. The other moron I want to bring up, which again, I am embarrassed that this person is Horde. This is Tor Hunt from the Ancients Guild on the Mandaron server, who was begging for gold. Now, we get these all the time, but this guy I really had to bring up because of how we put it. You run into these beggars constantly. Yes, we've talked about it. They drive me insane. I'm sure they drive a lot of people insane. This is what I hear, again, in Whisper. They always whisper to you. This is what I hear. I am in, by the way, I'll set the scene. I'm in Thunder Bluff because it's one of the few cities I can move in, and it has an auction house. So I'm in Thunder Bluff. I'm wrapping it up for the night, hit the auction house, sell whatever I've picked up, take a peek and see what's for sale. You know, you kind of just get yourself together. I get this whisper from Tor Hunt. Plus, can you help me, sir? Now, he called me sir because my my alt is a male character. That's why I got the sir. That's okay. Pulls. Every time I hear pulls, I want to, again, I wish I could put a sound in the game so that every time I get something like this, I can answer them by playing the sound and the sound would be nails on a chalkboard. That would be the sound they'd hear in response to their dumbass questions. Pulls, can you help me, sir? I'm not a beggar really, Kay, but I very need money to help me, pulls. Pulls, help me, dude. Can you? Letter U, not Y-O-U, just the letter U. Can you, question mark, question mark, question mark. I'm not a beggar really K, but I'm going to beg you for money. Now, I've said this before. I'll say it again. You hit 60, you have no money, okay? You have nothing. You're broke. Yes, you can make money in Outlands, and it gets pissed away instantly between repair bills and just maintenance, just regular maintenance. It's gone. It's gone. You don't have money. I don't know why people think the higher levels have money. They don't. Maybe when you're 70, you have money. I don't know. I My main hasn't found this one out yet either, but she tries. Oh, and it just drives me. I, nearly, I didn't even acknowledge this kid. He just kept hammering me with these whispers. Pulls. <laughs> please. Please. Not pulls. Oh, God. That drives me nuts. So this guy, I just found it really ironic. I'm not a beggar. 
but I'm going to beg you for gold. No, you're a beggar, okay? And this was like a 26 hunter. This wasn't like a level two. This was a 26. There is ample opportunity. Come on. Do what a lot of us have done. And I hope everyone listening has taken, yes, the grueling hard route of grinding, of questing, of doing all this nonsense we have done to earn our money. We didn't buy it. We didn't beg for it. We worked for it. We knitted sweaters and mined copper and enchanted. God, actually, no, you don't even make money with enchanting. Not for a long time. We, we've done all this. We've picked weeds till our fingers were bloody and raw. And you're over here wanting me to part with that which I have worked for because you are too lazy to do it yourself. Oh, yes, it was very, oh, oh, just a frustrating kind of gameplay we've been having going on. So I am definitely, all these, and those two, I don't even know where to qua- where to classify them. They're horde, but they're dumb. And, and it's not even like it, they've done anything that, like, a butt cheek, where it's really embarrassing or something. It's just dumbass stuff. God, drives you nuts, doesn't it? It drives me insane. But yeah, the Alliance guys are were in rare form this uh, this time around. Totally in rare form, and that one was really disgusting. Oh, oh, I'm I'm still like skied. I'm so skied by that. If you want to call out an alliance, I mean, that was a whole premise behind this podcast when we began. It was, you know what? I'm hearing everyone talk about raids and instances and quests and the best farming areas and the best way to make gold and the best way to level your character. I'm hearing nobody talk about what we all bitch about in game, which is the alliance suck. That's the whole point of starting this show was to tell you specifically who sucks and why we call them out. You find these guys, <laughs> smack them for me, please. And let us know. Let us know you actually rug. Because, yeah, with cross battlegrounds, it's a possibility. It's a very likely possibility you could run across these people and recognize the name and go, oh, I know you. Oh, you're dead. Oh, you are so corpse camped. You're dead. Go for it, please. Uh, please, for me, kill them. Thank you. I will look for them myself, especially at one. Skeevy little gnome. Anyway, if you have a story or even just to call, you know, hey, you, you, you wiped out this town I was trying to do, turn a quest in, and all oh, my NPCs are dead. Thank you, jerk. By all means, let us know, because we want to let everyone else know. We want to let everyone know who's doing what and why they suck. So please let us know. Email us, fthradio at gmail.com. Don't forget, I'll be repeating this later on, don't forget, you can call us. We have a call in line, 206 206- 888-3130. I'm sorry, it's a toll call. I can't, I can do nothing about it. But you can make a, you know, you want a quick call in and say, hey, fuzzy pink slipper feet of the dumbass alliance guild on the such and such server is a jerk because, and hang up, that's fine. Well, I feel slightly, I vented some pent up energy here, vented some frustration that I've been feeling in game, and I thank you for listening to me go on. But now we are going to take our first break. And this is an old song. It's a cliched song. It is, it's cliche. It's old song. When I saw the date on it, I thought of it and went, oh yeah, that's a good one. And then I looked at the date and went, oh God. I was in like junior high when this came out. If that's gonna give you any indication here. I was in junior high. You had to have heard this. No matter how old you are, you had to have heard this. It is a cliche. If you do know it, please sing along. But I am dedicating this song to all the alliance out there. You know who you are. 
Oh, yeah. If that doesn't make you want to punt a gnome, I don't know what else to do to inspire you to do so. If that song doesn't make you want to just drop kick a gnome somewhere, I'm, I'm out of options. I don't know what else to do. That was Twisted Sister and We're Not Gonna Take It, a vintage song. I use the word vintage. Did you notice? And yes, a cliche song because that is used for any situation. But you know what? It was appropriate. I thought it was appropriate. Why not? Hey, there you are. But now we move from vintage to bovine. I don't know how that works, but somehow it must because that's where we're headed. We're headed towards water buffalo. We're headed towards it at a screaming, alarming, frightening rate because now it is time for... Coming to you from high atop the flight point over that livestock pavilion known as Thunder Bluff, it's The View from the Barn with your host, Big V. Big V. Big V. Usually, we sit down to record View from the Barn. Well, during the recording of View from the Barn last night, Big V laid a big old egg. There was very little that was interesting coming out of Big V's mouth last night. So tonight we have with us uh, Anum Five, who has graciously taken some time off from his podcast to uh, be with us tonight. You probably remember him from some of our between segment bits uh, in earlier shows, such as uh, Dysfunctional D and D, Who's Arathi, and I'll just throw it out there: The Angry Dwarf. Just want to say a big thanks to Anum Five for uh, being with us tonight. So hey, welcome! Thanks for coming in. I thank you for inviting me. Glad to be here. It's terrific. I'm 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 very happy to be here. Very happy to be on uh, For the Horde Radio. Hello. Okay. Well, I've got to know. Wow. I just turned into a uh, gossip columnist there. So dish. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Tell all. Sketches that you've done are really not only are they intricate and have a lot of really cool detail in them, but I think they really kind of capture, particularly dysfunctional D&D, really kind of captures what playing these games is like and maybe some of the issues that uh, people who are sort of new to the things run into. Not to put too fine a point on it, but okay, how do you do it? Because it's really pretty amazing. Thank you. I completely make all of it up. I have no experience with well, let's see. Let's 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 not put it that way. Let's not say I have no experience whatsoever. My my D and D experience goes back something like uh, twenty five years ago. Maybe a little uh, maybe a little more. So it's been that long actually since I was in a gaming situation like that. But I'm listening to Oh, by the way, I should get this out of the way at the top. International Detective Dragons from Outer Space. That's the name of the, uh, my podcast, and now that I've said that, I really don't have to worry about anything else for the rest of the show. I got <laughs> yeah, my sorry. plug out. I got my plug out of the way, so that's you know, I'm fine. Now. I'm sorry. I should have. I, I should have mentioned that. Oh no worries, no worries. I would have probably transposed uh, a couple of words and. Uh, so if, I, if I had any kind of manners, I would have waited and just you know you would have gotten to it anyway. But I'm just uh, you know I'm just a total boor, and I don't you know. <laughs> I get invited onto some other program and uh, I just go, you know, pimping my stuff right off the bat. But at any rate, we let this man in our house. (laughs) Get me the broom. We sweep him out. You'll note that um, I play a lot of promos for gaming podcasts because, well, I'm just I'm intensely interested in all aspects of gaming, really, and the RPG tabletop community uh, is one that I remember from. Well, all the way back to my days of high school in the late 70s was being the most fun 
and interesting people to be around and the smartest or at least that I ever came in contact with since I was very young and kind of got disconnected from that for the longest time, 25 years, like I said. And uh, I was, I just wanted to put something together that reflected not only my own situation as a gaming noob uh, as far as tabletop RPGs goes, but uh, something that would be fun to do. There's, you know, I, I put together a bunch of audio stuff before podcasting became podcasting and just kind of had them laying around and the, those all, of course, can be found on a, on a page IDDFOS website, but I'm, I'm glad you enjoyed them. Oh, yeah, and uh, let me just throw this one out here, too. Um, uh, the website for your podcast is uh, pretty impressive stuff. It's at uh, anim5.com. Yep, www.anim5.com. Yeah. All sorts of neat stuff there, and uh, obviously a link to the podcast as well. You play World of Warcraft, and... Uh, World of Warcraft, yeah. Yes. If I'm not mistaken, you are... Your main is a dwarf, yes? My main is an alliance dwarf name. Ah. The name is Eccles, and it is alliance, and I'm sorry. I can't do anything about that. You should be. I, 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 if it makes you feel any better, if it makes you feel <laughs> I have never, I have never gone into battlegrounds. I have never, let's put it this way, I've got a unique style of play. I don't work or play well with others. Okay. Let's just put it that way. But you're I'm, in an MMO. But I'm in a massive multiplayer online role-playing game, yeah. I don't want to talk to anybody. I don't want to group with anybody. I don't want to raid. I don't want to guild. I don't want to do any of that stuff. I just go in, I do my thing, and I made it from 1 to 70 solo, John Wayne style, on my own. Never grouped. Never partnered. Wow. I hardly did any quests either, to tell you the truth. There's so many quests that I won't, I mean, more than half of the quests, I just won't do them. Eccles walks up to some guys like, can you get my watch if I left it? Screw you. <laughs> your, barn, your barn is crawling and your house is crawling with these people with masks on and daggers and knives. And you're worried about your freaking watch. You're worried about your freaking watch and you want me to go get your, your, your watch and, and, and risk getting stabbed repeatedly by these maniacs crawling all over your farm? Yeah, and what you're going to do, you're going to give me what? Yeah. A seed bag. Oh, you're boy. You're going to give me a nasty-ass bag that your horse has been eating out of. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Got fleas all gonna, over it. Yeah, and then you're going to send me to your wife, the chef, and she's going to teach me how to make some kind of freaking liver pie? Big payoff. Yeah, oh, rock and roll, sure. Yeah, let me go fetch your watch there, mm -hmm. partner. <laughs> Not to mention, I think there are some of them that are actually stealth around there. And, you know, you don't just have to go, you know, fight the masked madmen, mm -hmm. the defies whatevers. You've got to deal with these crazed shredders that all they dump out. What, do they give you money? You know, maybe, maybe. But you know what they give you? They give you okra and oil. Ooh. Ooh. Sign me up for this quest. And if I hang around long enough and somebody else comes along, you're going to ask them the same thing even after I already did it for you. Yeah, you dumb bastard. What'd you do? What do you mean you lost your watch again? Somebody to take it back for you? God. I say, well, we weren't looking. One of those uh, stealth bandits just picked it out of your pocket and brought it back to the house. He was really keen on the watch. Yeah, but he wanted to be sure that it was, you know, safely in your house so that he could, you know, tempt other people to it. I don't do those quests. Any quests that, any quests that, that are going to put me in too much personal danger, Forget about it. I'm not doing it. I don't care. 
I tell them to go scratch. This is why it took me uh, more than a year to get the level. <laughs> That's basically well, it. Yeah, is that actual real time or is that slash played time? Oh, I haven't done slash played. I, I don't, think I'd better don't, not. Don't. That's um, a, like you said, that's a very cruel command. <laughs> it is. Oh, you know, wow. That's the reality check of the game right there. That's the conscience of the game from some evil programmer. Who, <laughs> I, yeah, I just hope the guy has an itch that he can't scratch. You know, it's just that would either he can't reach it or it's would be socially inappropriate to do so. Some modicum of annoyance for, you know, the pain and existential suffering that he has put me through by putting in that one flipping command. Well, so you pretty much did the 1 to 70 grind. Yeah. Man. Yeah. I'm impressed. And, and I have heard tell that you only walk. I'm a dwarf. If you've played a dwarf, you don't want to, you don't want to run. If, you, if you're playing a dwarf, anybody listen to this, if you're alliance, First of all, good for you. You're showing good taste, and maybe you should consider switching over to the horde. How's that? Was that good? Was that good? Um, we'll if you're, allow if, you we'll, to we'll stay. take that. <laughs> that 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 bought me that bought me another ten minutes to be able to yep. stay. If you play a dwarf, walk. Just walk. Nothing looks more ridiculous than a dwarf running. Well, let's all right. A few things look more ridiculous than a dwarf running, and I can't let my character do that. It's like show some dignity, man. If you're gonna, if you want to move fast, get on the mount and let the mount run. That's fine. You look fine that way. Running like a dwarf, you're just like. There's nothing more gnome-like than a dwarf running. So yes, even the alliance don't like gnomes. What can I say? Okay, because that's where I was going next with that. Um, <laughs> so how long does it take you to get from one end of the barrens to the other, walking? Just walking? I've never actually timed myself. I'll admit, it does slow it does slow things down a bit, but you get to see more of the scenery, you notice things more, you know, you're just strolling along, and your pet is getting, because it's a, it's a hunter, it's a dwarf hunter, uh, your, your pet is getting irritated because it's, uh, you know, I got one of them snow leopards, showed up pretty early in the, in the area that, oh God, I must have trained it at 15 or something like that. And you've kept the same pet? Yes. That's pretty, man. Blue, blue Bottle. Eccles and Blue Bottle. Some people will get the reference. Uh, since I started the game, and I think I began playing in November of 06, or was it October of 05 or something like that? I can't remember. But at any rate, yeah, same pet the whole, the whole, uh, the whole way, except for one bear that I tamed early on. And that bear is still stable. Is still is it uh, stable? Yeah. So, you know, hats off to you for that and for walking. I mean, I've tried the walking thing, and I can't do it. I tried it with, um, actually, I went to a role-playing server, a PPVP server, which that was, it was really kind of an exercise in futility for me because, number one, uh, the people that I saw running around were kind of wankers. Um, <laughs> and and I couldn't take the walking. I mean, it took it it took me most of a day to get out of the Blood Elf Kindergarten. I said I can't do this because nah. I know there's you know the forest and then there's the Ghostlands and dear God, I'll never get out of the Ghostlands. Okay, well maybe if I just run over here, just in short bursts, I'll be okay. <laughs> well, for All me, right. it's for me, it's purely an aesthetic thing. It's purely a, a matter of the look. 
and the dignity. You know, if you're if you're in character as a dwarf, or even if you're not in character, Torin can run. When a Torin runs, you see this very large, impressive beast that you know this thing is running. I uh, hope it's not in my direction. Oh, it is in my direction. I'm getting the hell out of the way. <laughs> the dwarf okay. starts running, and you look at it and you go, <laughs> "Look at that dwarf running." So you can't, you know, I just, I just can't do it. Yeah, I've got to say though, the the humans, I think the humans look worse. Really? Uh, I think so. They look like marionettes when they run. Uh, when they run, they have this flat-footed sort of lonely goat herd thing, <laughs> and you just see them and you. Ex- to hear somebody yodel and this was my th- this was my experience back when i was uh, playing the human paladin that uh joined that creepy guild which you know really kind of makes me shiver to even think about it now and i wish i hadn't brought it up <laughs> but i have and, and um, let me never speak of it again jumping back to the pet for a second sure uh, i i can't get rid of the animal i can't because I have, while I don't much want to work all that hard in the role play uh, going period with the language and not making modern references and stuff like that, because I did that for a good long while in uh, in another world, and it can be very taxing, um, I still like somehow connect with the character that's on the screen in ways that would probably disturb Auntie Ed to no end. Probably would. <laughs> Well, she's already, she's already, I mean, she already knows that, uh, that when I get back from, when I get back from the Outlands and I go to the Iron Forge, I don't like hanging out in the armor because it's heavy, it's hot, it's dirty. I go to this little, the little pool that's, uh, in the cavern section in the rogue mm-hmm. store area, and I go and I take a dip, and I switch into the, into the soft, I call them, I call them my relaxation clothes. They're, they're, they're cloth. They're all cloth. There's no armor to them at all. They're very easy to wear. Nice and soft, nice and comfy. I switch completely into those and just walk around and sit and have some ale, you know. Just make the character real comfortable when I'm done going and gathering all that stuff. And when I'm going to sign off, I don't just leave him sitting in the square. Take him over to the to the first aid hospital. Take him upstairs. Just lie him down in the bed so that in case, you know, he has some kind of a fit in the middle of the night, there's a nurse right there, and everything's cool. And then I sign off the game. He's got to be comfy before I sign off the game. And you wonder why we pick on a lion. <laughs> <laughs> this is a mystery to anyone. Okay. <laughs> I will. I'll, I will go this far. I, I usually put. I don't put Big V out in the. Uh, he doesn't sleep out in the pasture or anything. I'll, I usually. Uh, he's usually indoors. He's usually in a chair. If not a chair, then he's in the bed. But he sleeps in his armor because you never know when the alliance is going to gank your town. This is true. That's wisdom because uh, you don't want to be switching out of your pajamas into your armor while while your uh, guards and your quest givers and your vendors are being hammered. You want to get right out there and take care of business. Exactly. Yeah, I've never thought about changing Big V into uh, casual attire. So <laughs> uh, and we know what your casual attire is, and it's frightening. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> and, uh, from what I understand, you have pictures to prove it. Yes, we do. <laughs> it's pretty impressive. I mean, it's uh, awe-inspiring and a little frightening as well, all at the same time. It's uh, it, it's sort of like a good horror movie, really. You know, there's uh, 
scantily, you know, the scantily clad aspect of it, and then there's the frightening part. There's, there's a quote on my site. There are some things so frightening that they slide off your brain and refuse to enter. <laughs> that's and one of them. That's Bacon, probably one of them. Taurin is one of them. I really do think that you know the Tauren probably are the most frightening, the most frightening naked characters in the game. And obviously, you think the undead are, but really, you just kind of feel bad for them because you know they got no skin; they're bones. And you know what to expect with the undead. Exactly. I mean, you get a you get a Tauren to strip down, fairly impressive. Yeah. I mean, for anybody that hasn't, just go roll the Tauren and take his clothes off. This is not helping me to burn the image from my brain. <laughs> I'm trying hard, but I don't know. Uh, it's your show, but can you move on to something else? <laughs> oh, the pain. Oh. Losing the will to live. Oh, I deserve it, though. I understand that I do deserve it, being Alliance. Yes. Okay. <laughs> All right, so stuff that's the, all right. That's stuff that we don't want to see in game. We've covered, we've covered the highlights there. Yeah. How about stuff that we do want to see in game? I had a few thoughts. Yes. I think what you guys. Are your thoughts about what you would like to see. But yeah, there's a couple of things I'd like to see in game. No good ideas coming out of you from the barn. That's all in the She's constantly thinking about the show. I mean, I you gotta. You do. Tell you how off I am. So, so your thoughts on uh, new stuff for the game, things that you'd like to see? Well, just two of them, two of them I think are, are very good ideas because they serve my psychosis. Okay. And the other would probably be popular just generally all around. The one thing is I, I have, like I said, I have this one pet that's still in the stable, like since I was level 15. And what I should do is just remove it from the keeper, take it out into the woods, and release it. Yep. And I can't, because it would be like taking a puppy on a ride and opening the car door and walking into the woods and dropping it and saying, you're on your own, and then just run, you know, walking away, because you know it's okay. going to get killed. And the, and the naked tour and stuff bothered you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know what you to know, say. I just want to go jump off a bridge now. Thank you. I'll be right back. <laughs> yes. Goodbye, cruel world. I'm sorry. I was under the impression that I was talking to someone sane. <laughs> Auntie Ed, you got this guy from where? All right. I'm, I'm sorry. Now, just, just, just look. This is my willing suspension of disbelief. I have a very, very willing suspension of disbelief. I get sucked into situations, storylines, scenarios, whatever, very easily. This is why I still have Blue Bottle. I won't dismiss Blue Bottle and go look for another pet because, damn it, Blue Bottle was with me way back when, when I first had crap armor. I, I didn't even have mail. It was by my side when I was fighting those little crappy nothing monsters and wolves on, on the ice by the lake. And all this time, Blue Bottle's been with me. And sorry, we're lifelong friends. And you know, I think that uh, that's kind of the way that the, the Blizz wants you to do it, at least according to the uh, big game manual. So I've fallen uh, right into their hands, haven't I? That's right. So what I'd like to see in game is a method by which, and this is another thing, I mean, it's not just pet, it's alts. I've got three alts. I'd like to just delete the characters, but when you select them... 
They're standing there. They're looking at you. And you're about to hit delete and type their name. And they're like, don't kill me. Don't kill me. Please don't kill me. Please don't kill me. You see, I have no problem with that. <laughs> no problem whatsoever. And that's why I'm horrid. Uh, <laughs> you're so, what is, so, so I'm guessing you're perhaps some sort of... A departing preserve. ceremony of some kind. Or, or a preserve, maybe. A, a, you know, a, a place a where you release them. Serve, you know, where you release your alts. Well, the alts go and they play with the other escaped NPCs because there have to be escaped NPC characters, non-player characters. There have to be. Yeah. The game is There's... three years old. Can you imagine being an NPC for three years? Some kind of AI has to sneak into this game so that these NPCs who are, let's face it, in hell... If all you can do is say, Blood and Thunder! Yes, 24-7 for three years straight. But what, what, would I try to escape if there was any kind of artificial intelligence way for me to do it? Sure. And then there must be, I imagine, this... No, no, you're not talking to anybody sane. I imagine this place, this virtual alternate WoW place where they all run to get away from humans, and you can release your alts to that place where they can go and frolic and kill things or just laze about and eat homemade pie all day long or drink ale or, or do whatever, just so that you're not pulling their plug like in the Matrix. Yeah, I was kind of, I was kind of thinking Matrix right there. That this is this is sounding Matrix, and um, I have not given it that much thought. This is my problem. I, well, I just type delete, and then I'm done with it. <laughs> you're a realist. <laughs> and strip them bare of everything they had so you can send that money to your main so that they have. That's right. <laughs> Barely, Annie Ed, she knows me. Uh, <laughs> you mug them, you strip them down to the bare bones, you sell off everything. You keep 30 copper to pay for the mail. You <laughs> pay for the mail to send it to your main and then you kill them. <laughs> With very little ceremony. We're very Roman about the whole thing, actually. We it just, you know, it's a matter of course. I mean, hey, you know, sorry, we got to do this. Not a profitable character. You know, I like the uh, I like the idea about the um, reserve. Yeah, I'm sure we could stick it in the Baron somewhere. I mean, there's enough a lot. There's enough alliance running through there that you know you could, you know, they could just be dropped off on the way to the crossroads, <laughs> or uh, or maybe on the other side of Ratchet. Hey, I would do it. It's just, it doesn't even have to be an actual thing. All it has to be is a screen that shows either the sunset or the, the starry night that they ride away into. And they just have to appear alive and happy. And then that's, then I'm fine. Yeah, I'm sick. What can I say? I just have to leave. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I keep coming back to that, but, uh, you know, the, uh, the level of devotion that you show to your characters and your alts really is impressive. And frightening. For impressive, read <laughs> disturbing. Disturbing. <laughs> 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 yes. I'm, I, you know what? I'm permitted to drive, too. I'm permitted to drive, and I can walk around in free society. And say things no, like this on podcasts. Gamers, yeah, you're helping. Uh, gamers are normal. That's right. <laughs> we just want project that image so That's clearly right. here. Yeah, I, I, I can't imagine I'm winning mo uh, winning over many converts to my show either. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I'm going to go listen to this guy. Uh -huh. Something else that I think uh, would be really cool in game. And this actually, this this really, uh, I don't know, uh, what uh, I'd like both your opinions on this. 
We need arena cams. We need arena wow cams, cameras, following the action in uh, arena battles where you can, dis where, where they're displayed by a flat magic mirror thing. It just happens to be rectangular, say, in the bars, in the taverns, above the bar. You can watch what's happening in the arenas in real time through the crystal ball magic mirror thing as you're sitting and having your ale. Or, alternately, or inclusive, um, a per-character follow cam so that with permission of another character you can say uh, the character's going we're, we're going to do such a we're, I'm doing a Rathi Basin uh, or, or I'm, I'm going to go do such and such an instance when I come and usually when I go in I'm, sometimes I just go in to sit and watch other players run around and do goofy stuff or I walk around Ironforge while I'm listening to podcasts I mean and that's all I do I don't go in to kill monsters or do raids I just walk around and look at stuff while I'm listening to podcasts I think it would be really cool if you could get the permission of another player to use their follow cam and say, nah, you know, I really don't feel like going, but uh, if I can switch on your cam, I'll watch. And then you display your own personal crystal ball or magic mirror or something that floats in the air somewhere near you where you can just watch what's going on from uh, a third-person point of view and what they're doing in real time. Oh, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. And I particularly like the idea of putting them in the ta putting them in the <laughs> magic mirrors in the taverns. Because, you know, as somebody who doesn't do a lot of PvP, part of me just really wants to, really wants to be, do PvP, be good at it, and just be this deadly bovine warrior. Death from about your hot. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's t-shirt material. Death from about your height. Um, that's t-shirt material. That should go on. Oh, that's great. For example, the arena. I think the arena would be awesome, but you can't see it unless you're in it. And I have absolutely no idea how to PvP. Whenever I have done this, it's all been over in a matter of seconds. It's very violent. It's like watching a train wreck, not in slow motion. It's <laughs> bam, 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 and, you know, well, there I am at Spirit Healer. The no. arena would be about the same thing, except it would be over probably quicker because there would be two people attacking me. Oh, man, um, yeah. And so it would, I think it would really be cool to see, to be able to get into the arena and see some of that. Also, just to kind of dovetail into that, maybe the, maybe the arena finals, as it were, make it a pay-per-view, you know, like one gold. <laughs> there you Ooh, go. that's interesting. You know, and, and it all goes to the crushing the gold farmers, you know, giving back to the economy there. Then you can start getting teams. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Start rooting for your team. Exactly. So this actually has a lot of potential. You know, such and such a guild versus this guild on, uh, you know, Friday. Be there. Sunday, Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> of course, then you have to watch out, of course, because you know there's going to be some people that are going to try and be... They're going to try and do side bets. You know, they'll have, they'll have pools and in certain taverns. <laughs> and then somebody will move in and try taking it all over, and all of a sudden you've got Azeroth Sopranos and, uh, you know. Here's something I actually had thought of, and perhaps you can regale everyone along with Adam Five this. Yes. Chester. <laughs> 
Oh, yeah, Chester. When you're out in Outland, out from Thralmar, there's this quest chain where you've got to just go blow a bunch of stuff up. It's actually probably the most warlike quest that I've seen in World of Warcraft. They say, okay, there's forge camp such and such. Go kill the guy with you know, a, a saw blade for a hand. Oh, and those disgusting things that spray the green, uh, yes. green crap all yes. over the... <laughs> oh yeah, that, those guys. And get the key, get his head, and put it in the bag with all the other heads. <laughs> and then get the key. They're go Okay, now, I, I don't get this. I, I'm not sure where Blizzard was going with this. But these things seem to be guarded by big damn demons that look like demons, not demons that look like pigs. But they're also guarded by hookers and perverts. Okay, They're these perfect. little hunched over guys that when you attack them, they give you this, <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> they give you that, and you just <laughs> their raincoats, and... <laughs> Ew. You talk about those little gray-brown guys that are wrapped in rags that are kind of like gr gruesome-looking ganolish. We think they're rags. I think they're I think they're raincoats. I mean, <laughs> they're hanging out with the prostitutes there. I mean, the only thing that's missing from the succubi is a pole for them to dance around. <laughs> uh, that, yeah, they're uh, pretty uh, they're pretty explicit. But you've got these you know pervy little guys here that, you know, they'd make a gnome blush. And they're sitting there, like they're at a peep show or something. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, God. I mean, giving you that. Oh, man. <laughs> that is pretty gross. I never actually thought of it like that. I just thought there were, like, diseased little, diseased little old men wrapped in rags that just kind of, well, I, I, you know what? I think it may be because I just didn't have the sound up right or I didn't have that particular effect on. But I don't think I heard them. I should go... No, I shouldn't. I shouldn't go turn it on to listen. Uh, no, it's it's disturbing. You know, leave it leave it to the naked cow. Well, I I thank you very much for uh, having me on, and it was a blast. It was just a lot of fun. I'm yeah. I'm sorry if I uh, I'm sorry if I came across as uh, somebody a little bit too weird to be playing the game, but I <laughs> honest I do it, I, I do recognize it as a game. I just, uh, I get into stories a little bit too deeply sometimes, but it's fun, and that's the whole point of the whole thing. There you yes, go. Absolutely. Check out Adam5 at, at his website, adam5.com, and uh, check out his uh, podcast. International Detective Dragons from Outer Space. If you're specifically only interested in World of Warcraft stuff, there are two episodes devoted entirely to MMOs. I think it's 16 and 17, but you yeah, have to give a check. Thanks again, and hey, come by anytime. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and that was View from the Barn with Big V and special guest, Anum 5. And we thank Big V and Anum for doing that for us. Uh, sorry about the sound quality on that. Tried to clean it up as much as we could, but we discovered a slight technical problem uh, in the process of trying to record that particular session. So we actually had to have a backup system, and thank goodness we did, because otherwise it just wouldn't have happened. <laughs>
So, anyway, we are coming into Wintervale time. I like Wintervale. It's fun, isn't it? This will be my third Wintervale, and I'm going to make some predictions. Actually, I'm going to make a prediction, and I'll make more if I think of them as I continue with this, but I'm going to make a prediction about what we can expect to see. One thing we can expect to see at Wintervale this year. For those who have been through Wintervale before, when you do certain quests, sometimes your quest reward is a holly. I think it's, I forgot what it's called. It's, it's a holly leaf thing. You usually get them in stacks of five or something like that. It's a gift I think you can get. It's a it's quest reward too. And what this does is when you have your mount out, your regular land mount, and you use this, it turns your mount into a reindeer, which is very nice. The sucky part of this is the second you get off your mount, it's gone. It's not like it lasts for a whole hour that you can pull the mount out. And, you, know, you walk into a building, you run around Orgamar, and you take one step too many into a building, your mount vanishes, <laughs> so does this buff. My prediction for this year, because this is the first year we are having Winter Vale in Outlands. Outlands wasn't here last Winter Vale, was it? No, that didn't come out until January. So this is the first, very first Winter Vale in Outlands. My Auntie Ed's prediction here and now that there will be quests out in Outlands. And the quest reward will be something that turns your flying mount into a flying reindeer. How cool would that be? If it doesn't happen, it is a missed opportunity by Blizzard. Because it makes sense. It just makes sense. You have flying mounts, make it a flying reindeer. I think that would be so awesome. Especially if it has a red nose. But we'll see if that happens or not. That is Auntie Ed's prediction for upcoming events in Winter Vale. I'm also going to give you another insider secret that I found. Well, I'm not sure how much of an insider secret it is. It's, it's not really even a secret. It's being prepared. Preparing yourself for quests that you know are coming. And I hope they take the route that they did with The Hollow's End, where they add some new stuff. I'm hoping that's what happens. Because usually, what is it? You do some... You, you rescue the reindeer. Which, I have a funny story about that, actually. But we'll, we'll get to that in a moment. But the one in particular that I'm thinking of is where you have... What is he? Father Winter or the, the Grumpy? the old orc, whoever it is, which is great. It says orc in a Santa outfit and it's hysterical. Where you have you have to bring him milk and cookies. Fine. And and this is a quest. What I like about it is one of these quests that even if you don't have cooking, go get it and you can do the quest because you can get the recipe off the vendors and it requires like one cooking and you can do it right away. You don't need it because that's actually what my main did the very first year she ran into this. She didn't have cooking and went, oh, well, I'll just go get it then. And so she did and learned the recipe immediately. It was like the first recipe she ever learned, Winter Vale cookie. Here's the hard part because you can get the holiday spices too. I actually did a noob move on this my first year of Winter Vale. I, did, I wasn't paying attention and I looked at the recipe and went, okay, it needs, um, you need to make five and each cookie takes one holiday spice to make and one small egg okay so i go to get the holiday spices and i wasn't looking and i didn't realize they were stacked in five so i bought five of five so i had like 25 holiday i still have these holiday spices from my first year they're probably bad but i don't care <laughs> sitting in my bank account and i used them last year and guess what yeah i'm gonna use them again this year i i'm set with holiday spices for quite a while the item i always forget about always are the small eggs and you get the quest and you go right okay i have the recipe i got the spices small eggs how hard can this be well pretty hard 
actually, it's not hard. It's a lesson in tolerance, in patience, because small eggs drop off of, well, let's face it, small creatures. You will not find a bird alive in Azeroth in the next two weeks. When this first hits, you will not find a bird anywhere because everyone is going to be killing them for small eggs. And they drop once every eight years. They, they are not a high drop rate. They take forever to drop. They're not on every bird. You think Blizzard would figure this out and like increase the drop rate? Maybe for this time of year, knowing they're going to be in high demand? No, they still drop once in a blue moon. And with everyone out to get them, it's a difficult task to get small five lousy small eggs. My suggestion, and you know, I should take my own advice and do this. My, my advice to all our listeners, go out now and get your small eggs. Go find them now before it hits, before the season of Jolly smacks you in the face. Go find small eggs now. And you get them off a low level. So even as a high level, even as a low level, even as anything, you can get these really no problem. Unless you're level one, you really don't have a hard time getting them. It's just they drop so infrequently. It's a frustration. It is a, it's a lesson in frustration. Or to those who were entrepreneurs and sell them, they sell them for outrageous prices. If you want to make a little holiday cash and like go out and farm small eggs and have enough for your quest and then decide to put the rest on the auction house, my other suggestion is don't be greedy. Don't be greedy. I mean, I, I, a normal player is not going to pay 10 gold for five small eggs, okay? Never. I don't care what level they are. They're not going to do it. I won't do it. I'll get them myself. That's the mentality. I will get them myself. I don't care if it's going to take me four hours. I'll do it myself. So don't be greedy about it. However, if you if somebody sold five small eggs for one gold, two gold, yeah, it'd be worth my time. It would definitely be worth my time to do it then. I'd go, yeah, sure, two gold for five. To save me the aggravation, yeah, 10 gold, no, 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 that's too much. Five gold is too much. And of course, be mindful of those younger, I, I don't mean to associate level with age, but that's kind of how we do it though, isn't it? The lower level players, don't be greedy and charge an outrageous amount. Try to be mindful, hey, they need small eggs too. They want small eggs too. So if you're going to sell them, try to keep that in mind. Don't be greedy about it because you know what? You'll make money if you aren't greedy. If you keep it low and don't go nuts or don't, this is my other thing, don't you love this? Because you need five cookies and you need one egg per cookie, thus you need five eggs. You'll see somebody sell one egg, two gold, one egg, two gold. So they're selling one each. They don't stack, put them in the stacks of five that you need. No, they sell them one by one for a lot, for like a gold each. And that's too much. That would be enough to make, you know, and I should take my own advice and get my butt out somewhere and kill some birds and get some small eggs here because I, of course, want to do the quest. I had mentioned a reindeer quest earlier. To those who this is their first Winter Vale, you're in for a good time with this. I do like the Winter Vale. It's fun. They got a lot of fun quests in the tree. They got presents that you can't open until later, but it's neat. There is a reindeer quest. Somebody has swiped a reindeer. Gasp. Someone has swiped a reindeer. The first year I did this, I was, I think, 40. I had just turned 40. My very first Winter Vale. I had just dinged 40. And 
I get the quest, and it's big, bright red in my book. I decide, well, how hard can this be? Let's find out. Because I think there's two places they keep it. I've only been to the pirate location out in Tanaris, the little pirate cove there. They, they keep the reindeer there. And this was great. This was so... This was movie material, and because I, I did it by myself. This was movie material on how this played out. I sneak into the compound. I don't go across the compound. I go behind the buildings. When you come in, if you go to the right, I go sneaking behind the buildings there. Because one, I had no idea where he was being kept. So I have the radar on looking for beasts. It's like it's got to show up on the radar. There's all these humans. Whatever beast is there, it'll show up solo on the radar. And I find it. And I sneak around the, to the right when you go into the compound. And I see, I kind of make them out. I went, okay. Now, at this point, you can see the stable or whatever the whatever the heck it is that they're holding the reindeer in. And I cleared out everything behind me. And I see, like, two standing, like, right there. And I'm between buildings. you got to have this alleyway. And I'm between buildings. So I say, okay. I'm going to pull those two. We're, we're going to try to thin it out as much as we can. So I put a trap down. I'm ready. I'm going to pull them. I shoot at one. And then they did a really interesting thing. They didn't come at me between in the alleyway because I had I was standing at one at the back end of the alley and they were all the way at the other. They didn't come at me from that. No, they went around the building to my right. They like took the long way around. But the funny part was I saw the two that I was aiming for. What I didn't see was the the entire mob of pirates. And so I'm standing there at the mouth of this alley and watching them go by one by one. Like, okay, there's a two. There's two more. Oh, crap, there's two more. I mean, I had a mob coming for me. I had a huge mob. So I decided, all right, well, at least I got them all away from the reindeer. I go running down the alley. I take the shortcut. NBCs don't take shortcuts. I don't know why, but it was to my advantage. I go running down the alley to the short, through the two buildings, run in to the reindeer. And you have to sprinkle something on the reindeer to make it vanish. And I'm trying to do, and by this point now, they have caught up to me. They've caught up to me. So I'm trying to like get this and sprinkle it on the reindeer and it's not working. And I'm not doing it right or something. And I'm having a panic attack. And I'm getting smacked on horribly by all these pirates. Because you know when you're getting multi-hit like that, you can't like do anything. And I finally, at like the last second, I sacrifice myself to save this reindeer. I get the dust on it and the, the quest trips. Complete. You did it. But it was great. She sacrificed herself to save this reindeer. And then she rested the spirit healer because there was no way she was going back to that mess. Because I'm standing in the stable surrounded by these guys. And I'm level 40. And you know, they're like 40 and up there too. So it was really interesting. But I did it. I saved the reindeer. I was very happy. And then I did it last year when I was 60 when that was still the cap. And it was a joke. It was like, remember me? I'm back. And I totally flailed them all on purpose this time just to get a little revenge out there. So that was a lot of fun. But I recommend you you do them. If you want to give them a go by yourself, please do. Because, hey, you never know what events will turn about. Don't just look at it and go, oh, it says group. Oh, I can't do it. Yes, you can. Give it a shot. Hey, worst that can happen is you die. I personally don't like dying. I've said this. I, I take it personally. I don't like it. But sometimes it's worth it. That was a good... I almost wish I had that... Uh, you could capture that on, on movie because that was very heroic, I thought, of my main to do that. So, yes, many fun, exciting things uh, about to arrive. I'm bringing it up now just because by the time we do our next show, it'll all be over. Or at least halfway over. This will all be old news. 
But I do predict flying reindeer this time around. And I really hope they have some new stuff going on. I really do because that was a lot of fun. I enjoyed it. Some people didn't. I enjoyed the Headless Horseman greatly. So, um, what? Headless? No. We can't have headless for, for winter mail. I almost said the C word. Can't say that. No, no, no. Politically correct. No, winter veil. But I'd like to see something fun and, and exciting going down for, for this year. So I hope that. And I hope you enjoy it. And be sure to get your small eggs going now because <laughs> birds are going to be an endangered species really soon in Azeroth. You won't find these babies anywhere. They're going to be gone. It's really fun, though, when you go out there capped when you're 70 and you're loaded for bear in your armor and you're one-shotting these birds. It, really, it pisses off the lower levels. The poor guys, like level 5, who are trying to do the, their quests in association with, they're like, thanks. So, yes, if you are a lower level and see a big 70 going out shooting birds, that's what they're doing. They're looking for small eggs right now. The smart ones are. I should take my own advice and do that. I have not done that yet. And uh, I really should because I wish I had. Anyway, we are going to take, uh, we have, we didn't go on too long about this, but we went on a little bit and, you know, we're just, you know, it's break time. It just feels like it's time for a break. Well, I think it does. We are going to take a break and play you another vintage, actually this isn't as vintage as the last one we played, but it is an awesome song. It is so awesome. You wish this song turned on when you and your guild entered an instance. Personally, I would love it, but that's just my opinion. Hope you enjoy, and we will catch you when it's over. Y'all ready for this? Ready? 
if that does not make you want to punt a gnome, I don't know what else to do. I don't know what else to do. If that doesn't make you want to go out and just dropkick a gnome again, I'm lost. That was too unlimited and get ready for this. Great song, fabulous song. I highly recommend you go out and get it because it is a it, it's just one of those really upbeat kind of moving shoulder kind of songs there. It's great. It's also good another one for PVP. Speaking of PVP, last show I played a song which I said was great for PvP. I kind of shrouded it in mystery slightly. I did tell you it was from another game. I did not tell you what game it was and said I would reveal it upon this episode and here I am to do so. This is going to be really anticlimactic. By the way, nobody guessed this. Uh, one person, which we will read the email out in a very short time, came close and said, God, that's really familiar, but I can't place it. To refresh your memory, we're going to play a small snippet from it. That piece is from the game MDK. You remember MDK? I do. Running around in a black ninja suit with a big suitcase on your head shooting robots that are mooning you. How fun is that? That was such a fun game, to a point, actually. It was a lot of fun, to a point, and then it got frustrating, as a lot of those shoot 'em up games happen to do. It's like the deeper, the higher the levels you go, it just becomes like, this is impossible, you gotta be kidding me, I ain't playing this. But that was actually from the earlier, I think the first real level you play, where you're still kind of learning everything. One of my favorite songs from the game, and I also got, actually this was courtesy of Adam5, the composer's names. Who, who did that? Uh, MDK, that was Stranger Things by Todd Dennis and Tommy Tellerico. Awesome CD. Go track him down. It's great. But that was the big mystery from last week. I told you it was anticlimactic. I told you these things. Before we get into emails, we're going to be going slightly out of order here just because of how things are. Uh, we have our little little tidbit news section here and then we go into emails. Well, we're going to be jumping a little bit back and forth. The first thing, this is actually a cry for help for any of you technical-minded listeners out there. Anybody, I'm, I'm putting, I, I've asked this before and I'm just going to ask it again because you never know who's listening. Anti-Ed needs help uh, with fraps and it's not actually with fraps, it's with World of Warcraft and getting fraps to record anything faster than three frames per second I have done everything I've had it down to to one pixel for my character I have lowered all the settings I have done everything I could think of and the damn thing still records three frames per second and it's not fraps because I've tested this on other games and it records fine I've gone to fraps and they said hey it ain't our program uh, you know have you tried this 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 yeah it ain't us it's World of Warcraft because it's working on other games, just not World of Warcraft. Ugh, very frustrating that I get this program and now I can't make, I, I can't record anything in-game. That's not true. I can, if you don't mind it in really slow motion. It looks terrible. So if anyone knows, if anyone has come across this problem and has found a solution, please, Auntie Ed asks you, please send in an email with your suggestion. We will definitely try it and hail you for sending that in. So that was just a small cry for help on that. Still trying to get this to work. Still trying. Very, uh, uh, anyway. Here we are. We're going slightly, slightly out of order. 
And the reason we're going out of order, well, we will start at this point. Last show, we gave a big shout out to Supergoo, who left us a glowing review on iTunes, which we are so thankful for. Supergoo wrote in, which is awesome. And I will read you his email and we'll go from there. Hey, Annie Ed and Big V, I left you the review on iTunes under my nick, Supergoo. My main is a 45 troll, Gloomba, and I have a 35 Blood Elf Warlock on the Zul'jin server. Anyway, I have a 60-day game card for a contest prize for FTH Radio. So come up with a great contest, something like Gnome Killing, the best story submitted, best screenshot, Gnome Killing, Night Elf Killing, Gnome Killing, Night Elf Killing, anything you can come up with. Your loyal listener, Super Goo. Well, we are so thankful that you made the offer. We cannot accept it. However, we're giving Bloomba, a.k.a. Supergoo, full credit for this idea. It's a gracious offer. It was more than either Big V or myself. Uh, you, you threw us off with that one. We were both like, wow. But we, we can't accept it. But you do get credit for, for this. So thanks to Supergoo, we have come up with a contest. We have come up with a contest. Now, I'm going to, uh, at the beginning of this show, I explained a little that I had a story about the towers, the PvP towers. Here's the story behind it and what the contest will be. First ever contest at FTH Radio. The story goes, as I had mentioned, I was trying to do Capture the Towers out in Outlands. I wasn't alone. Big V was with. He actually was the one who talked me into it. Because I don't usually like standing there with my butt hanging out, waiting for the stupid tower to come over to the Horde side by myself. So he was there. We were hanging out. So we were both attacked. We were both slaughtered. It was terrible. We both got our asses handed to us. We actually did okay. And had it just been, I mentioned there was a night, a 70 night elf. We were actually doing all right against him. And then uh, a warlock shows up and a shaman and uh, it, it, the more people show. Oh, it was terrible. We got totally creamed. Two of us against, you know, six of them. When we went back to our bodies, they were, you know, dancing on the corpses, waiting. They were corpse camping. They were waiting for it. So what we decided was, look, we're not going to res and be flagged. So let's just wait it out, unflag, and go annoy them. Because that's all you can really do sometimes is just annoy the other side. Well, as the flag went away and as we were going back to our, our bodies, we spied a Draenei who had partaken in our demise. Boolean from Azeroth Paradox. And he was sitting there outside the towers on the ground facing the wall, obviously AFK. Well, Big V and I got it in our heads as revenge for our slaughter, as revenge, we stripped down both our characters to almost as much as they would go and danced around him. We thought this was the most hysterical thing in the world. This shows you how sad we are. But it was actually very funny. What was funny, of course, was the poor guy was AFK. And I say poor guy because he was actually a really good sport, which, like, all right. You're not that bad. Yeah, you were just doing the PvP thing. I understand, but you are alliance. Therefore, we must dance around you almost naked. And, of course, while this is going on and we are just laughing our asses off, Auntie Ed is snapping pictures. Like I said, the guy was really, he was okay about it. He, didn't, he actually, you could almost see the character startle when he came back from being AFK. If it's possible to see a character startle, he did. He was on his feet very quickly and just looking at the two of us and kind of gives this wave and we wave back and he goes off and that was the end of it. And that was it. We got dressed and we teared off and that's when the other dip yahoo was like, couldn't you have helped? That thing. But 
upon all these pictures that I took, we got an idea for a contest. Because we were wondering, well, how are we going to do a contest? You want to make it as fair to everyone. You want as many people to participate as they can. Here is the contest. One of those pictures is up on the website. And actually, if you click it, we got a whole page with a big picture of it. Your task, should you choose to accept it, is to caption that picture. Come up with the best caption you can for that picture. And we will take the best caption. After all have been submitted, we will take the best caption. The winner will receive drum roll, please. The winner will receive what Supergoo is offering us. The winner will receive a 60-day game card for World of Warcraft. And the idea fully goes to Supergoo for suggesting it and coming up with it. Because it's a, great, it's a great prize. It's a great idea. Hey, we play World of Warcraft. You listen to World of Warcraft podcast. Hey, here's a free game card. Now, here are a couple of rules. The rules are listed, too. Sorry, we got to have rules. The rule is we only have one winner. Okay, there's only one first prize, and that's it. We're broke, okay? We're a small podcast. We, we don't have a lot of money. So... <laughs> One winner. That's it. Email entries only, obviously. Uh, one entry per person. So think about this before you go coming up with something and putting it in. Think about it. One entry per person. If you submit an entry and then you come up with an idea later on, we're taking the first one you sent in. So think about it before you submit. Contest is going to start, well, from the time you hear this podcast, to the contest will end December 20th. That's a Thursday. All entries must be received by that day. Emails must say December 20th. That's it. We're not taking anything after that. And we will announce the winner on the following the next show of for the horde radio which will be december 23rd provided we don't have any technical problems uh the so you know the judges of said contest are myself and big v so that's it all decisions final and and here's the other thing we're mailing the card card is in a sealed box courtesy of the retail store it is in a sealed box I am not taking it out and scratching it off. You want it? I got to mail it to you. So if you're really squeamish about providing an address, don't enter the contest then. Because I'm not going to have any trouble down the road with, gee, that code didn't work or anything like that. I'm sending you a sealed box with said card inside. I understand some people don't want to give out their address and, hey, that's cool. That's how we're doing it, though. So I'm just telling you up front. So it is going to be mailed. We are not giving anything through email. I'm not going to scratch it off for you. Nothing. So getting mailed. But I hope we have some participants in this because the picture itself is really funny. Try to keep, keep knowing the background story to it, I think, helps a little bit. But take a look at the picture. See what happens. You know, use your imagination. Come up with something funny. Something far side would work. It, it just uh, be creative. Be creative. Use your imagination. Be creative. But try to keep it clean because obviously we're not going to have anything uh, risque. We're not going to put up a caption that is uh, that is a little too much over the top. Even though the picture is, it doesn't need any help. So again, first contest before the Horde Radio. Full credit goes to Supergoo for presenting the idea and for presenting the idea for the prize. Thank you so much for your offer on that. You, we, you just floored the two of us away with that. You are the best. Thank you so much. And now we have come to... Reading of the email. Yes, it is official email reading time. And actually, before we start with reading of the emails, we have our first call-in. I am so psyched. Our first call-in. Actually, we have two calls from this player who 
who called in twice. Now, he did not call in back-to-back, just so you know. I'm going to play them back-to-back, but he did not call in back-to-back. So we are going to play both for you, and this is awesome because it's our first call in. Yay! The, the phone works. So this is from Bone Grinder. Hey, this is Bone Grinder of the Draka server. Um, I am so nervous right now. Um, I just want to call and give a shout out to all my homeboys on the Draka server. Atsuma, low 70 mage. I'd also love to give a shout out to my other homeboy, Draka, level 53 rogue troll. And I would also like to say thanks for having such a great podcast. You know, you guys are so awesome. I'd like to also give a shout out to Big V, you know. Man, just keep it real, man. You're real cool. Nice segment you got going. And I'd also like to um, give one last shout-out to my, fi- my friend, Deshakaga, a level 45 hunter. He's been going through some rough times at his house. It was real nice for him to tell me that. I hope he does good. And I'd just like to give a shout-out to all of the Horde and all of the Draka server. Just keep on keeping it real, you know, and for the Horde. All right, see you later. Hello, this is Bone Grinder from the Draka server, and I am calling here to give a shout out. And I forgot their names, but it was about it was in a battleground, Rathai Basin, and of course the Horde won. And it was the greatest game I had ever played because of the heels. And I'm really upset I didn't get their names because the heels in that game were awesome. There was about six people just about dying, and about three paladins will come out of nowhere with the greatest heals in the world and heal you back to full health. And we annihilated the Alliance. The Alliance only had a resource score of 200 to Horde 2000. And I'd really like to give a shout out to them. And and I um, hope to see them again. Maybe if I ever do see them or another heal game, maybe I'll ask, hey, were you the one that I played, I don't know, 20 minutes ago? Well, <laughs> anyway. Take my call. Right, bye. Bone Grinder, you are the best. You are absolutely the best. Thank you so much for both of those call-ins. That was so awesome. I love this. I love this. See, you can do this. We play what you say. Just give us a call, and we will just put it on air. It's great. If you need it, the number is area code 206-888-3130. See, I like that because then I'm not in danger of screwing up anyone's name, of mispronouncing or or saying it wrong. You know who you're giving call-outs to and everything. You know all that, so it's it's cool. But anyway, now we're getting to emails. Now we're getting to where I read the emails and I screw up your name. First email comes to us from our friend Soran on the Vash server. I love the Soran writes in. That's so awesome. Thank you so much. Here, uh, actually, this is regarding quests. This is actually an answer to something I had brought up last show about quests that really suck and he has one for us here of his opinion of a quest that sucks this is from Sauron I hate any quest that is part of a chain that requires groups to do the quest yet require individual turn-ins along the way in my opinion if one person in the party turns in the quest the entire party should get credit for it my two personal examples of this are Zulu head the whacked because you have to turn in the quest Karinanku before you can do this quest and it suggests a five man to do the quest 
So, if you forget to turn in this quest before doing Zulu Head the Whacked quest, you have to do it all over again. Escape from Dernhole, which requires that each person turn in the previous quest in order to get credit for continuing the next quest. Ugh, I hate required party turning quests. Great show, thank you, and we'll be listening to the next. Thank you, Sauron, and you're right. I, I personally don't know those two, but I kind of know what you're talking about. And yes, they're they're totally annoying. <laughs> so I, I know exactly what you mean, and it's, it is frustrating. It's absolutely frustrating. Thank you for writing in. This comes to... We have another email. We have a, we have a couple emails this time. This comes to us from Ogdru of Farstriders, who says, Just found your podcast. I love it. I listened to six different podcasts about World of Warcraft, but I really enjoyed yours the most. I will be checking back often for new episodes. Thanks. And thank you. I love that. Short, sweet, and simple. It's great. Like, found it, love it, listen. Awesome. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. And it's nice to know that you're listening. <laughs> it's nice to know people are listening and what you think of it, how we're doing. Because you have no gauge otherwise. We have absolutely no way to know how, do we suck? Do we not suck? How does this work? We don't know. So thank you so much for sending that in. You know, I, I and I'm going to break, we got another email here and I'm going to say it's from an alliance. It's from an alliance, our first ever, ever alliance right in. And I love it. And it's, I'm going to read you the email. This comes to us from Brian, who says, Hey, just wanted to say I like your show and I play Alliance. Wait, not only do I play Alliance, but I play as a night elf and as a night elf hunter, no less. I can take a joke as good as the next guy. I know that many of the people that play the game have worked hard to earn the bad rep. Anyway, keep recording the show and I'll keep listening. And that is from Brian. He did not give us his character name or server. That's cool. But what we are going to do, you know, it's like, how can I pick an alliance when you send me such a nice email? You know? Anyway, thank you so much for writing in. That was awesome. What we are going to do, and, and I did send this reply, you are Horde. You just don't know it yet. But that's okay. That is all right. We here at For the Horde Radio are going to make you an honorary Horde. You are honorary Horde, Brian. Because you're normal. You're, you're, you're a normal player. Therefore, you become Honorary Horde, even though you are Alliance. We are putting you up. It is going to be on the website. We are putting you up on our Honorary Horde board. And, and you know what this means? This means these people have kind of like immunity. If you are Honorary Horde, other Horde cannot touch you, at least to listen to the show. They cannot touch you. You don't go after, I mean, unless they're like in the kindergarten smacking little newbies around, in which case, let me know. And obviously, they won't be on the Horde board anymore. But these people people have immunity because they're cool. So thank you so much for sending that in and letting us know that, hey, Alliance are listening too. Appreciate that. We have another email. This is awesome. This comes to us from, now I'm going to say his name wrong. And the reason I'm going to say his name wrong is just because I'm not going to say the umlaut correctly. It's Danik. This is from Danik. Uh, I'm probably not saying the umlaut. There's an umlaut over that A there. I'm probably not saying that right or pronouncing it right because I can't quite get the, my, my voice to work that way. But this is who it's from, a.k.a. Nick. We'll call you Nick. Hi, Nick. We have a great email from Nick here. And he writes, I'd like to thank you so much for FTH Radio. So there I was in the bus on my way to school, very tired, when suddenly a night elf druid shows up. 
No, let's start again. So there I was, in the bus, on my way to school, very tired, trying to figure out where I could have put my iPod, getting it from the bag, and listening to a new episode of FTH Radio is the only thing that can motivate me on such a terrible gray Monday morning when I'd rather stay in bed. Want to send you as much thanks and grats as my email sending server will allow me to attach? We, me and my friends, same guild, same faction, horde, hope that you keep publishing both interesting and funny episodes, that my Monday morning absences don't accumulate too much. Thank you again for all the moments you made me enjoy with your show, and please don't forget to forward this message to Big V as well. Yes, we did forward it to Big V. I actually sent him a reply, and I got another answer back from him, which I'm going to read you to you, because it's cool. This is also from Dick. This came, but this was a reply to my to my email to him. It might have been a surprise to you that your listeners apparently are in Europe. We're in Europe! This is so cool! Sorry. It might have been a surprise to you that your listeners apparently are in Europe, because I don't own an iTunes account. I had to send you my review by email. For years, I have been watching my friends play WoW, so I knew the story, the gameplay, the patches, and the nerfs. Last November, I couldn't resist the urge to buy it as well because it took me years to figure out why to pay every month for an online game. Downloading and installing World of Warcraft gave me the answer that WoW is a world, not a game. I can't forget the episode with that kid who has been recorded, No, I want to play WoW! I had to finish that quest! And so on and so on. That's not what I mean when defining WoW as a world. Not at all. What I mean is, it gives me a very welcome balance and change in my oh-so-boring school life. Therefore, I don't want you to be disappointed because I'm only level 28. As an aside, of course not. We're all level 28. Why would I be disappointed that you're level 28? Are you kidding? You're like, you're just like at the beginning about to do all the really cool stuff. So, oh no. So please to point out again, I'm very proud of you two fighting for the horror to show who rules and who sucks. We both know, right? And this is greetings from Switzerland. Switzerland, that's so awesome. Thank you, Nick, so much for sending that in to us. And we hope you keep listening. That is so cool. We're international. We are international. I know. It's not, like, you're on, you're on the internet. What you think? Anybody can download you. Yes, I know, but it's neat to know. It's one of those neat to Kind of like when you get on Vent with a bunch of people, like from your guild or something, and you got people all over the country and all over the world that you're listening to, and you're hearing all these, like, really cool accents, because, of course, everyone else has the accent. You don't. That's how it works. You never have the accent. It's everyone else. So, I just always thought that was so cool when we did raids long ago with my old guild. All these people would come on all over the world and you're hearing, you know, they're in different times. Poor people, some poor people, you're doing a raid at like 8 o'clock Eastern time and it's, you know, 2 in the morning where they are. That's devotion. That's devotion for you. So it's just, I think it's awesome. Thank you so much. We have a really special email. We were so thrilled to get this. It's just cool. This comes to us from Dickie the Stealth Geek. He has his own podcast, by the way, called The Stealth Geek, uh, which is linked on our website. We will we will link it and we will show you again. It's actually, if you look on the right side of the screen there on the website, you'll see all these podcasts that we enjoy. And he's on there. He's great. He's funny. I highly recommend you listen to him. But he sent us an email, which was like, cool. This comes to us, Dickie The Stealth Geek, a.k.a. Cronith an undead rogue on the Thrall server. Figured I'd finally send you an email since I do love your show, but haven't sent you as much as a peep yet. Although you are linked to my podcast site. I feel bad. Don't feel bad. I don't email people either when I listen to their show. Sorry. Um, I'm, I'm just as guilty of this. 
I do. It's like, oh, I listen to their show. I absorb. I laugh. I, I have a good time. And then I never send them an email. And yet here I am on my show asking everyone, send us an email. So I'm just as guilty. I'm so bad for that. He continues, a little background on my wow addiction. I've had a love-hate relationship with this game. I'm also probably the best mid-level rogue on my server. How can I say that with certainty? Because I've been between 30 and 40 for the last year. Mainly because, for various reasons, I quit WoW for about a year, restarted, quit again, restarted, had a glass of water, restarted, chewed some gum, quit again, then restarted again. The most recent time of which was about three months ago. I've decided to really make a go of it trying to hit 70 and explore the game a little more. Created a couple of vaults, a priest, a lock, and both blood elves, and I'm enjoying playing them as well. Anyway, that's my story. Let's get topical, shall we? I think the most annoying quest I've done so far is called Venture Company Mining in STV. As an aside, let us hear a collective groan from everyone. Thank you, because anybody who has gotten to the, that far and has done that quest, you are groaning. Yes, you are. He continues, it involves killing goblin miners to take their stuff, crystals if I remember correctly. The problem with this quest is twofold. These miners have to be the absolute worst miners in Azeroth, because they never drop the crystals I need. Secondly, they love to gang up on a corpse like me. Plus, they throw dynamite and spawn faster than rabbits. It's a bad scene. In other news, that song, a.k.a. the MDK song, sounds so familiar. Sounds like something out of Squaresoft RPG, but I can't pull a name out of my head for the life of me. Anyway, that's all of the feedbacky goodness I have for you. Keep on hoarding. Vicky the Stealth Geek. Check him out at www.thestealthgeek.com. Thank you so much for sending that in. That is so awesome. And I'm, I I hang my head in shame because I'm just as guilty of not sending in emails to people. <laughs> I'm so bad. Because usually when you're listening, see, this is the other thing. This is also why the call-in line is kind of cool. Because I know, when, I, when, when do I hear podcasts? When I download them and I'm listening to them in my car while I'm driving to work. I don't hear them otherwise. So it's like, oh, I want to send them an email and it totally goes out of my head. By the time I get to a computer, this is why the phone is good if you have like a cell and I'm sorry, it's still a toll call and that won't change actually, but you know, you can just call up and go, hey, I listen, that's it. But otherwise, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm so guilty of that too and I hang my head in shame, but thank you so much, Diggy the Stealth Geek, for sending that in, you're the best. Everyone is the best who sends emails in and even if you listen and do as I do and don't send in emails, you are still cool because you listen to For the Horde Radio. Yes, I know. All other podcasts say the same thing. I am not about this. Anyway, so that wraps up all the emails and things we have for this show. To recap, please check out the website, forthehorderadio.com. If I have to tell you about the three W's before that, come on now. Check out the website for our contest picture. I hope you enter. Again, you have to the 20th of December to get those in. We need to do it. We need a little bit of leeway time uh, before the next show so we can like go over whoever enters. <laughs> Probably be, you know, Big V you'll send an entry. <laughs> Actually, no, Big V and I cannot participate. Those associated with Horde the Horde Radio cannot participate in this since it's all two of us. We That's about it. So, we come to the conclusion of yet another show. Thank you all so much for listening. You are the best. Tune in in another two weeks for yet 
more. Server lagging, eye blinking, hair growing episode of And now we move on. Oh, I could say something really mean right now. I could say now we move on to a yet another vintage segment, but I won't do that because Big V would be really upset. No, I don't know about upset, but anyway. Just remember we wanted to talk about that. And <laughs> totally forgot about it last night. Yeah, I did too. I mean, <laughs> while I was sitting there, you know, finger in nose going, you know, what do I want to talk about? Oh, God, you know. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're going to be walking around at work tomorrow going, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, not within earshot of anyone else. As soon as word opens, I will tell you what we spied. Yeah, I think, I, I think my brain's empty again. That's all right. Yeah, it's sort of, it's sort of like the opposite of the Monty, the Monty Python. My brain hurts! You know, that sort of thing. I mean, my, my brain's empty now. I mean, it's... Uh, Mm, I've got a piece of brain lodged in my head. <laughs> mm. <laughs>